Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. I'm your host, Dale York, and I designed Just Fish Outdoors to focus on freshwater, lakes, and streams, and to provide information, tips, and techniques, along with how-to segments for catching everything from crappie to catfish. We will also provide tips on equipment, tackle, boating, and much, much more. All of this is aimed at helping you catch more fish and have fun doing it. So join us each week as we talk about my favorite subject, fishing. And that brings us to our feature this week. You know, with the spring water temps fluctuating so dramatically and our warm and cool days doing the same, uh, to consistently catch fish, one thing anglers really need to be aware of, and the key phrase here is flexibility. Whether it's uh, crappies, sand bass, or other species, the, the changing weather conditions along with the changing water conditions uh, will dictate a change in our technique or areas we're fishing. I brought along my brother Brian today to help us talk about these changes and tactics for spring fishing. And uh, the first ones we'll tart off, start off with uh, sand bass. You know, on the warmer days, or even just warmer afternoons for that matter, you may start off fishing early in the morning, say down on Grand River, and uh, you may be fishing four, five, six foot of water and not doing very well. Uh, and you may have water temperatures in the low 50s or high 40s because you had a cool night. One of the things you can do, folks, is you can back back down the river and get in those deeper pockets, and, and many times that will produce fish. And as the day progresses, one of the things that will happen is that water temperature will warm up, and those fish will start to migrate out of those deeper pockets and come on upstream for the the warmest part of the day in the late afternoon to make their actual spawning run. So you may start off fishing 10, 12, 14 foot of water and catching fish, and as the day progresses and gets warmer, these fish will migrate out of there, and you're not getting any bites. So, you know, you have to be flexible here. Well, you, you have to to try to uh, figure out where those fish went. And most of the time, they're just traveling up, getting in the shallower pockets, the shallower eddy pockets, and they're running upstream to do their actual spawn. So you may start off fishing 10, 12, 14 foot of water, and by 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, you may be fishing 2 or 3 water, two or three foot of water. Don't you agree with that, Brian? Oh, definitely. Those fish will move out of those deep holes, especially later in the afternoon if the uh current situation in the in the river doesn't change those fish will definitely migrate up in that shallower water folks those fish are there to do one thing and that is to spawn they're not necessarily there to feed they're there to spawn and they will actively seek out the warmest water they can find not only do you have a combination <clears throat> this time of year of, of changing weather conditions but in in many of the rivers and streams that you may be fishing for this particular species you're you're also overcome with the challenge sometimes of uh, water generation or releasing water from the dam above where you're fishing. So you know you may start off in the morning and have uh, some significant current in the river you're fishing, and then uh, they'll the core or whoever GRDA will shut the power off, and uh, here you know by ten eleven o'clock or noon you have no current in the river and those fish will just totally relocate when that happens uh many of the places that you caught fish with or without current now those fish can roam at will and (laughs) and they will yes Uh, a a lot of them will get up really really shallow as as that day progresses don't you think brian oh definitely 
you're dealing with a current situation in a river setting early on and you know you're out there catching fish off the end of a bar on on a ledge or whatever and uh, that current dies on you uh, folks those fish will literally scatter like a covey of quail uh you'll you'll you may still find a few fish deep but the shallower you can find the fish usually the easier they are to catch so bear that in mind you know when when conditions change or you know late in the afternoon uh, water warms up the current slacks off or whatever uh, fish at shallower water, and I think you'll be surprised on what what you wind up with. Yeah, and, and one of the tips you can also do, you know, you may start off early in the morning fishing a quarter ounce head in a you know three four inch body, and because you're fishing deep, it, it, it's really not an issue. But once you start fishing that two three foot of water, in order to fish that same quarter ounce head in that same body, one of the things you have to do is you have to retrieve that bait much faster. And sometimes that can really be a negative issue uh, on these fish that may not be real positive or, or in the mood to chase something. So one of the things you may have to do is you may have to downsize your head, downsize your bait, so you can reel it at the same speed or or a slower and, and attract many, many more bites than what you would if you reeled that same bait or, or a heavier bait at a much faster speed. So, uh, you know, you may not only have to change locations of where you're fishing, you may not only have to change uh, water depths, but in some cases you have to change bait sizes and bait weights. Uh, you, you may have to go to a different rod. You may start it out uh, fishing 8 or 10-pound test line and a quarter-ounce head. And because 10-pound line and, and, you know, really it's a little gray area on 8-pound line, may not fish an 8th or a 16th-ounce head very well. You may not be able to get much distance out of it. You may have to go down to six or four pound test lines. So what we're talking about is, you know, you may have to reach in your toolbox and uh, pull out another tool and start all over again. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of things to consider in the course of a day. And this is not only for sand bass, you know, that's that's why you see some of us folks running around with our rangers that's got 10, 12 rods on the rod deck it's not because we just like to carry that many rods is you know that's your toolbox and and you have to select that tool for whatever conditions and whatever presentation you're currently trying to use and utilize uh and they all play a specific role in that so so don't be afraid to not only change your sizes but also change you know your locations your equipment your your sizes of equipment that you're doing and and also vary, vary your speeds in which you're doing that always vary your your retrieve speeds on, and the way that you're fishing that in that technique uh and many times it'll produce fish where Maybe the technique you were using early in the morning or the day before will not work, don't you think, Brian? Oh, definitely. You always want to always work something at a different speed, a different cadence. You know, early in the mornings, you may be you know you may be bouncing that quarter head up and down twelve, fourteen foot of water on the bottom. You know, those fish they'll hit it on the fall, but late in the afternoon, those fish get up high and they get shallow. You may have to go down to four or six pound line, uh, five five and a half foot rod and a sixteen ounce head that bait will fall slow enough up there in that shallower water to actually trigger those fish. You know, like Dale said, speed is, is pretty critical this time of the year. Uh, you know, if you got a, if you got a grub or whatever on, that looks like a shad, those fish will probably eat it, but speed and rate of fall, how fast that thing falls after you hop it, that will de- determine a lot of times whether or not you get bit. Yeah, many many times it will, especially you know if you're starting off earlier in the day 
and the water temperature still is not quite where it needs to be is to, to, to really kick those fish on, uh, sometimes the speed is, is the number one factor of whether you're going to get bit or not. So, uh, you know, change that up. Uh, you know, don't, like I said, you know, ha- have have a backup plan or have two or three backup plans that you can go to not only in uh, in bait sizes and lead head sizes, but also in body sizes, retrieve, and areas of uh, that particular body water that you're currently fishing. You know, and, and this goes even more so for crappie fishing this time of year. Boy, I tell you, you can really get into a hit or miss type deal this time of year, crappie fishing. Uh, you you have a couple of nice warm days, uh, a nice decent south wind, uh, sunny days. That water temperature gets up in the mid fifties, maybe even a little higher, and uh, you know you you absolutely kill the fish in two, three, four, five foot of water. And uh, boy, here we go. Lo and behold, here comes a little cold front. Uh, you go out the next morning. You you got a five, ten, fifteen mile an hour north wind. Uh, you've lost five degrees surface water temp or more, and those fish you can't buy a bite where you caught so many fish the day before. Those fish are still there. All they've done is they've backed out and got in deeper water and suspended. Uh, and and you know the definition of deep in water may only be you know two, three, four foot, yeah, but uh, that's all they've done. They've just backed off the bank somewhat. And uh, waiting for uh, warmer water conditions again. And this is where the, the rate of fall of that jig that you're fishing, if you're throwing it up and reeling it back, you know, there's there's a million new ways uh, that people are fishing for crappie everywhere from spider rigs to, to you know, 13, 14-foot rods. There, there's just a myriad of new techniques, and they all produce fish. Uh, but, but the more traditional periods, more traditional techniques are what we're kind of talking about uh, this morning. Uh, you know, if you're pitching that jig up there under a jig and cork, or if you're pitching it up there and just kind of slowly reeling it back, uh, you know, the, the the key phrase there is slow. So, you know, you may have to go down to a 32nd or a 64th head uh, and, and work that jig just painfully slow back to the boat or work it very, very slow if you're vertical jigging up next to a stump. You know, you may have to go to a very, very small jig to get bit. And uh, because those fish are so neutral, even in that water temperature in the 50s range, they they can, boy, they can change so much in the course of a day. And uh, you know, uh, my brother Brian can speak about that. He's been crappie fishing here recently at some of the area lakes, and uh, you know, I, I'm sure he could probably update us with what's happening with that water temp. Boy, I tell you what, it's it's been like a big yo-yo this week, folks. Had really good weather early on in the week. Fish were real active, uh, you know, somewhat aggressive. Uh, fish were hitting uh, what I would refer to as a normal size crappie jig, a 32nd and a 16th, uh, catching a lot of fish on garlands, uh, catching fish on tube jigs and such. Uh, later on this week, you know, we had that hammer, hammer cold front, and uh, I had to go from fishing four pound line and 30 seconds to fishing 180ths on two pound line when dale talks about moving a jig painstakingly slow there was lots of times when i caught fish doing what we call a dead stick that the jig would i would pull off a measured length of line pitch the jig out let the jig swing back over the top of cover and hold your rod tip as still as you could for about 15 20 seconds uh a lot of you guys think well you know that 
holding that rod still, you know, that jig ain't moving and ain't doing nothing. Uh, especially if you're fishing a marabou, which I like to do and when water's really, really cold, uh, you cannot hold that jig perfectly still. It's down there pulsating. And uh, a lot of times that's that's the trigger for those fish is to not to fish it, so to speak. Yeah, uh, don't overfish it. You know, right. sometimes that's that's the whole thing. I tell people the, the best way to figure out, you know, what, what the fish want or what they're doing uh, I try to have at least two rods rigged up. I have one with the normal size stuff, and I have one with the small stuff on it. And uh, I'll start with the normal size stuff, and if I can't get bit, I'll go to the small stuff, especially if I know I'm in a place where there are fish. And, uh, you know, let the fish tell you what they want and how they want it. You know, experiment with uh, how you hop it, how much you hop it, how high you hop it. A lot of those fish this week after that cold front, uh, like I said, they, you catch them either dead sticking it or uh, I, those little bitty jigs. I was making like half inch hops with them. I mean, just barely hopping the jig, at, you know, to speak of. And uh, folks, I caught big fish, eight, nine foot deep on two pound line. And to give you an idea how soft the bite was, I didn't feel them suck the jig up. Uh, basically, it was I raised the rod tip a little bit and felt weight on it. That's how light some of these bigger fish are hitting. It gives you an idea of how neutral they are. So, you know, like Dale said, you know, it, you know, if you can afford it, get you two or three different outfits, two or three different line sizes, and uh, it it will help you in fishing, especially early in the year like this, when you can you you'll be fishing basically the same bait, but you're fishing different sizes of bait, and you know that size and rate of fall that is that is the you know the primary key this time of year. If you have to rely on one rig for whatever reason, you know, try to pick a medium size. Uh, you know, don't don't go super super light. Don't go super super heavy. Try to you know try to pick a rig that is aligned in a aligned size that you can uh, the ba- the biggest bang for your buck. You know, the the one in the middle that you can fish the small stuff, but you can also fish the large stuff. You know, you you don't have to go out and spend five hundred dollars for a rod and reel to catch fish. Uh, there's a lot of very, very good economical uh, tackle out there, uh, both rods and reels. And, uh, you know, the, if you just have to rely on one, just just try to pick a, a neutral size. A- and feel free to send me an email, uh, you know, if you need some help with a purchase decision or or, uh, or anything I can help you with. Uh, just, send me a, just send me an email, justfishoutdoors at justfish.com. And I'll be more than happy to to recommend uh, whatever species that you're currently running after. Uh, I'll be happy to recommend some some things that uh, uh, may may help you in that purchase decision. You know, you just have to be flexible this time of year, folks. I mean, that is the name of the game. You know, even for Oklahoma, I think most people would agree that we're experiencing. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a weird spring you know it's late uh you know it seems like we just start down the road to spring and then you know somebody comes along and hits us in the shins and and you know we back up four or five days and sometimes a week and have to start all over again as far as water temperatures go so uh it, it's uh even for oklahoma i think it's somewhat of an unusual spring and in order for us to go out and and consistently catch fish you know, we even got to be more versatile than than usual. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm now I'm just waiting for not only our our 
uh, annual cold fronts that we seem to be experiencing every few days. But now, you know, it's getting time where the, the rains ought to start. And, you know, and that's going to throw a whole different spin on oh, the yeah, situation. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a totally different curveball there. You know, you know so, uh, uh, you know, versatility is the key, folks. That is the name of the game is versatility. And you just have to change up. You just have to be flexible. You have to kind of sit back sometimes and scratch your head and try to figure out what these fish are doing. Uh, they didn't go anywhere. They're more consistently moving vertical as much as horizontal. So, uh, you know, if you're fishing an area and you have fish or you're trying to locate fish, you know, you, you need to cover a lot of water and you need to use a lot of different techniques. You know, you, you just don't know from one day to the next uh, what those fish may key on. And uh, that's why you just have to, you know, have a toolbox full of, of goodies there that you start with. Uh, you, you know, like I talked about, uh, you know, even on sand bass, sand bass can just totally disappear sometimes in the course of a day. And from the area you may be fishing, you may start it off early in the evening or early afternoon and just whooping on them boys. And all of a sudden you can't buy a bite. And uh, it, it's amazing sometimes uh, when you when you do find them again uh, that uh, they've either A, moved a long ways or B, uh, really just moved plumb out to the sides of the bank. You're catching them in, in water depth that you would have never thought that you would have caught them in earlier in the day. So uh, that that can be a big factor as well. And, uh, you know, that all that teaches that experience to us after we've done it several times. What else comes to mind, Brian? Oh, this time of year, I'm good grief. Uh, the variables are endless uh, as far as the weather goes, the water goes. The best, probably the best advice I can give people is, you know, not only to be flexible, but be willing to move. You pull up and you think there's fish there, you know, you've got a good feeling about this particular place and you fish it, fish it, fish it, and ain't nothing happening, go to looking. You know, a lot of times those fish, you know, they they do things for reasons only known to fish that they do them. So, you know, don't don't be afraid to move around. Don't be afraid to experiment. This is the time of year. Everything is on the move. If it lives in the water, it's it's in the process of moving. So, you know, don't be afraid to look around. Don't be afraid to, to uh, you know, try some new spots. This is probably one of the most important times of the year to really utilize your electronics. You know, pay attention to water temperature, pay attention to depth, pay attention to structure. You know, that's this is all part of the puzzle that you try to figure out in the course of a day of where these fish relocate at. Yeah, and many times, folks, those fish, wherever you catch them in the course of uh, uh, one day, uh, <laughs> they may be totally somewhere else the next day or on a totally different pattern. And, and many times that thing will, that pattern will change two to three times in the course of a single day. So, uh, you, you know, versatility, flexibility uh, is the name of the game this time of year, and, and you just have to do that in order to consistently catch fish this time of year. Uh, Brian, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, I hope we've helped some folks with uh, some great tips for this early spring fishing that we're experiencing. Uh, this is the time of year to get after them uh, for the next uh, four, six, eight weeks. Fishing will be absolutely phenomenal around our area. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're after crappie, sand bass, black bass, uh, paddlefish, or, or whatever you're liking. Uh, you know, it's, it's that time of year, and it's definitely time to get after them. So get out there and enjoy us. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Just Fish Outdoors or anything we can help with, 
uh, just drop us a line, JustFishOutdoors at JustFish.com. You can also catch us on Facebook at Just Fish Outdoors. Folks, get out and enjoy one of the many lecture streams we're blessed to have. Thanks for listening, and be sure to catch us next week. This is Dale York for Just Fish Outdoors saying thanks for listening. Catch us on Facebook, Just Fish Outdoors. That's with the JST folks. This is Dale York for Just Fish Outdoors saying we'll catch you later.